This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by BadMagics.com. BadMagics.com, more than just an online journal or clothing line, BadMagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. BadMagics.com, shout out to the magic man. BadMagics.com, defenders of the true school. What it is and what it do, this is Lawrence G, your hip-hop uncle. And I am your boy, Joey Burnham. And this is the, the Grown-Ass Grown Man Hip-Hop Show, where we talk about love, life, hip-hop, and grown man shit. And everything in between. My Nikas. My Nika. What's Joey, really good? Joey Burnham. Jonathan up, Crane. Man? What's going on, man? Yeah, man. Just uh, just suffering through another NBA uh, playoff session. That's it, man. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. We got a good show lined up. Uh, been a while. Yeah, man. I had a great goddamn time while y'all was fucking around. I wasn't fucking around. I was, I was going through life. I know that's real. Pussy and Patron won't make it feel all right because I don't know how my wife would feel about that. Life, 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 life. I'm definitely living my life because I fucked around and went to Vegas. That's right. I ain't gotta do this shit. Yeah, but I, I fucked around and went to Vegas. Um, I left out for Vegas on the 20th. I stayed for one day. Didn't have enough money to ball out for several goddamn days. <clears throat> yeah, but I left on the 20th. I caught a flight with Southwestern, which, or Southwest Airlines, which it makes sense. I was going from the south to the west. <laughs> southwest. Southwest. I, um, Did you get harassed on the plane like everyone else? You didn't get been? dragged off? I wish I got that $10 million ass whoop, and I was trying to make motherfuckers beat my ass. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> no. What about you? I'll you? sit. I'll sit down. I'll sit down. I'm standing up in the planes moving. Just sit back down, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm standing up anyway. Southwest. First time I was on the airplane. The airplane ride was four hours two, and that shit sucked. It was three hours back, and that shit was lovely. I met my nigga uh, Frank Mir. <clears throat> Excuse me. UFC legend. Used to be a fucking champ. Still is a champ in my heart. Vegas was awesome. I had a very good time. I had my <laughs> first threesome in Vegas. I'm so jealous. With two beautiful women that I... Uh, you know what a threesome is in my life? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> That's me, my wife, and fucking scandal on TV. I thought you were going to say you, your dick and balls. But I guess that's more than a threesome. That's three plus four. That's balls, balls, dick, hand. But anyway, yeah, I had a threesome. <laughs> I had an amazing time with two gorgeous, beautiful young ladies that are actually my friends. It wasn't just no one-night stand, have a threesome and dip. Like, these are some real motherfuckers. I fucked with them a long way. They're good people. And um, Vegas was awesome, man. First time on the plane, first time in Vegas. I hope to do it again. I'm so jealous. Out here doing that single man shit. Yes, man. I got to think about mowing the lawn and paying bills and you right here having threesomes. Yes, sir. I hate you. I hate you so bad. Jonathan Crane. You should. What you been up to, my Nika? Uh, just still suffering through life on a daily basis. Um, the uh, 
you know, I, I get little moments of peace and, and happiness and everything like that. But uh, for the most part, I'm suffering. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't have a Vegas story. I just have a story about about sadness. We're going to get you some counseling, man. I think you need I think you need to um, talk to somebody. <laughs> Maybe we need to get Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. <laughs> Tell him what you want. I want a Cadillac. Tell him what you want. Jesus snorting main lines. Tell him what you want. Anyway. Let me listen, go to man. Vegas. Tell him what you want. Okay. Uh, sorry about that. About NBA, if if anyone is uh, disrespected or feel they feel sad, just about be that, disrespected. Sorry. Send all your emails to www.idongivafuck.com. Um, okay. Yo, but uh, the NBA Finals, man, we missed a whole lot of shit. We could talk about LeVar Ball. We could talk about a lot of stuff. But what's going on right now is game two of the NBA Finals was this past weekend, and LeBron James has taken another L. Yeah, man, doesn't it make everybody, it seems like everybody gets extremely happy when LeBron James loses. Um, at least all of the people with, with hate in their soul and spirit, they really love that. They love to see LeBron James fail. They love to see LeBron James take a tumble. Um, I don't know. I, I think that a lot of a lot of people just, I, they can't really give me a reason. I guess one of the main reasons that I, I kind of get is uh, the Michael Jordan thing. The people that the fact that a lot of people compare him to Michael Jordan, um, and it's not really his fault. He's not walking around where he didn't have. At first, he came to the league. He was wearing number twenty three, but that was really more of like a, a respect type thing. Like he grew up loving Michael Jordan. He wanted the number twenty three, but um, he's not that type of player. He's just not. They they play no, he, a different position. He's not. He he's not a Jordan. He's a. Uh... I will he's a say, distributor. He's I will say he's Jordan esque. He's more like um, magic. Yeah, but he's more of a magic. He's, yeah, he's, he's more, more of, of that magic. type of guy. So um, I think a lot of people they enjoy watching him lose. They just and and they don't. Even, a lot of folks don't even have an answer. Like even when he wins the championship, there's an excuse about why he's. Oh, if he wins the championship, it, it, it's going to be because the NBA is at his weakest right now. The NBA is at his weakest. It was actually Kyrie Irving. Um, it was actually D Wade. It was actually everyone else but the guy who has triple doubles and does all of these amazing things and and can't be stopped while going to the hold. It's everyone else though. But. Um, as far as the finals, you know, he's down 0-2, but he was down 0-2. He was down 0-2 last year, and it yes. was at this same point he turned everything around. But there is one difference. There's a really big difference. KD is the difference. Yeah, K- Kevin that Durant That team didn't have Kevin fucking Durant. Right. Think about it. This team has two MVPs. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean that's and they're two, in their prime. Two current MVPs and, in their prime. And a lot I mean, of people are like, well, what about the Lakers? The Lakers had, you know, Magic and Kareem. Kareem was over the hill. Well, I don't I don't uh understand well, I understand basketball. I just don't keep up with it. But to further your point about the accolades and the skill sets they have, mm-hmm. how many Olympic gold medals do they have? Olympic gold medalist for um just overall uh you're talking about the the Warriors. Warriors. Um did Kevin Durant I think Kevin Durant most of those guys were on an Olympic team. That's that's my point. They got Olympic gold medalists. 
Yeah. They got MVPs. They got everything you can have for a team. Yeah, yeah. They got they got pretty much all of them. I mean, I think all of them. Um, Which LeBron and, you know, other people got that shit too. I mean, I can't remember how many all-stars they have, but Klay Thompson is an all-star caliber player. Uh, KD and, and Steph Curry are two MVPs. That's what pretty I'm much. I think you, I mentioned this to you earlier that that, that the Golden State and Warriors and Clay Thompson is so light skinned. I hate him. I'm like, damn. Two I hate of the you. best uh, uh, three point shooters of all time. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like they really didn't need Kevin Durant. No, no, they didn't. Need, <laughs> they did no. not need that guy. They needed that big man. But presence. they needed they that needed. big man. They needed uh, Draymond Green. They needed that. But I will say this. The Golden State Warriors is like that basketball team on NBA 2K17 yeah, where you put talking about all the greats together and then you make up characters and jack their attributes all the way up to 99. Yeah. I don't know how you beat that. Yeah, um, I really don't know how you beat that. When I'm looking at this game, when I'm looking at the Golden State Warriors versus the Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm really looking at the Golden State Warriors versus LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's, uh, Kevin Kevin Love has played pretty well in the playoffs. He played. He's finally gotten adjusted to playing with the Cleveland Cavaliers, but I he's just not. I don't know. When I watched him with the Timberwolves, I thought that he could be a superstar. You know, passing the outlet passes and all the things that he could do. But now I'm watching him, and since he came to Cleveland, he's made threes. He's done a good job. He's much better. I don't think he's that Chris Bosh, that third player. I don't. I don't think he really is even. That guy. So a lot of times on a night to night basis, it is kind of like Kyrie, LeBron James. Sometimes it's just LeBron. Sometimes it's kind of like 2007 or something like that. And he's just getting his ass beat by the Boston Celtics or something instead in in the form of the Warriors. Um, I don't like Draymond Green's face either. There's just something I don't like about Draymond Green. <laughs> he's Draymond like an untrustworthy Green. motherfucker. Because he is. He is. He is. A, um, <laughs> well, let me ask you this he question. He kicked the dude man. in the nuts and then pretended like he didn't really like kick the dude Like he didn't do. Like, just be a man. Just just be like, hey, man, I kicked the dude in the nuts. I'm a dirty motherfucker. I don't care. Well, you let know? me ask you this question, man. Are we <clears> seeing <throat> the evolution of Kevin Durant? Is this Kevin Durant's moment? Um, I To me, you want me to be real with you? Yeah. I mean... I kind of think Kevin Durant. I wish Joe would sit his black ass down. I think Kevin Durant kind of de evolved, <laughs> in my opinion. I he think, just up doing shit. I he, think <laughs> he's getting it arranged. He's getting it together. I thought the chair was making too much noise, so I had to arrange that shit and charge my dying ass phone up. It's all good. Anyway, like you were saying, man, I'm just fucking with you, man. It, it's, uh, I think that he de evolved. You think he de evolved? Yeah. Because I think that, um, what is I mean is it's isn't this the easiest thing that you could possibly and there's nothing wrong with this there's nothing wrong with I don't fault him as much as a lot of people did for making that jump and saying I want to win a championship these people are going to expect me to win a championship all these other people have championships I don't feel like I can do it with Westbrook right now even though they were up and they should have won last year nobody can understand that why he made maybe he just couldn't play with Westbrook like a lot of people said but he made that jump to the Warriors, and I kind of said, okay, um, you're playing with all of these other all-stars. How does that – I don't know how that really – I don't know how that really furthers your game. I think he he, he made the smart move, but it's kind of like there are a lot – I feel like there are a lot of times when he's just going to – it's easy. It's it's the easiest thing he could have done to get a championship. Yeah, yeah, it does. A lot of it's people said that easy. about LeBron James, but I felt like 
with LeBron James, it was still a situation where he had to do some work. Yeah, he had to do some work, and they they together hadn't really won a team, and I hadn't really won a championship. Excuse me, but I think it was a little bit easier for Durant. But I don't fault him, judge just based on how the media treat people. Like I, I don't really fault yeah, him. I totally agree. Do you with think you. that move made the NBA weaker? <sighs> Um, I, I, and I want to argue that. The, I think the NBA on. was already kind of weak, though. I, but is it really weak when you got John Wall, Anthony Davis? Uh, uh, what's the dude? Do you mean Wiggins? Weak? Do you mean? Oh yeah, yeah. The, um, the talent. The talent is there. The talent is great. The talent athletically, I think people are probably more athletic than they've ever been, and it's not even close. It's not close. But in terms of uh, fundamentals and all of those different things, and what people are allowed to do and and when you talk about weakness as far as like I don't for example Kevin Durant drives down the lane <laughs> the other night in the game one and he's just dunking he's just dunking without anybody standing nobody's even attempting to to knock him out of the air no one's even attempting to to attack him no one's like we grew up in an era you guys are from Detroit Okay. I was thinking about Bill Lambeer when you were saying that. <laughs> Bill Lambeer would have taken – he would have destroyed Kevin Durant. He would have taken that, and he wouldn't have even been suspended. I don't think the, the NBA even allows them to be that tough. Hell a lot no, of people just think, no. man, these dudes just don't want to fight. I'm like, they actually do. It's not – these dudes are no tougher. They're, it's not like Bill Lambeer was tougher. He was just allowed to do more. They would get into their fight. They would get they would punch each other out and then it's like, oh man, this guy gets a technical for that. <laughs> exactly. Now you get thrown out. The Kelly O like the Kelly Olenek situation. Right, right, right. Um, in the Washington uh Celtic series. Mm-hmm. That was like a game. That was that was a game uh they were suspended for a game. Now it's like, like in the eighties, nineties, that was like normal shit. Yeah. Like yeah. Charles Oakley would tackle motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Charles Barkley and all these dudes and, and I, I saw like the mailman take his elbow and just put it into Isaiah's face and crack his fucking head open. Like his he was bleeding. He was pouring blood. That would be like a thirty game suspension right, right now. Right, right. So it's it's definitely weaker <laughs> in that way. It's not as physical. You know, people want it scoring. Um, Michael Jordan is kind of the reason for a lot of different changes. You know, they, the NBA knew that that Michael Jordan was their their ticket, and they were right. And Detroit was like holding Michael Jordan back with this physical play. So they made the changes, and now those changes allow a guy like Kevin Durant to just he just runs you know, down just the court, fly and, through the lane, right? And it's I know it's more than that. <laughs> I know it's more than just him flying through the lane. I know that it's just, you know, the design of the plays and everything that's happening. Cleveland not playing defense. They played defense, terrible defense all year. Horrible defense where you're like, damn, what happened to them? They just can't not – they cannot play defense this year. But um, I, I think that Kevin – it's easier. To me, I would have loved – I think he, he would evolve into the star that everyone wanted him to be if he had stayed – he wasn't in LeBron James's situation. Right, right, right. LeBron James didn't have a Westbrook with him. So I didn't fault him for saying I need to go with Chris Bosh and I need to go with um D Wade. Whereas Kevin Durant had Westbrook. He had um for a while he had he had James Harden coming off the bench. Right, right. Serge Ibaka, right. like he had these guys, and I'm like, you could have won. You were beating beating them. You were beating the shit out of them. And you guys you guys, you know, you let them come back. So when he went to the Warriors, it was almost like, man, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll play this game and get my championship. And and to me, yeah, I don't think that's evolving. That's de-evolving. That's what's up, man. So you know, that's the NBA. 
That's the NBA Finals right now. We got Game Three coming up, man. Cleveland's um, probably about to get their ass beat. That's Cleveland, what I'm to say. It, it, we well. Um, I was just gonna ask y'all predictions. Who do you think is gonna win? Um, I see Golden State win. Uh, I up. think, I think that it's gonna be Golden State four one. I think that Cleveland will come back and, uh, and they're at the house. Yeah, they got to get, get one. one or two at the house. It's and then it, like this, like right now, these important games are. Are we going to see a repeat of last year, or will they just go ahead and just and just just get rid of them? But moving on from that, guys, we got a real good topic coming up. Um, we got. Uh, what we like to call around here our first edition of the grown men top 10 and uh, we'll be breaking down Eminem's top 10 verses when we come back yo this is the only D gut representing Tuscaloosa Alabama listen to the one and only grown ass man hip hop show sit back with your flip flops on this one man peace Let's get into this top 10 shit. We got, we got a top 10 Eminem list. Let me set this shit up for you. So for the longest, and this may be a little bit of behind the scenes information, we do the show and everything goes good. Right. We shut down the show, which is in my studio or our studio in my apartment, I should say. So we shut, we shut down the show. We go, we fuck around, go play PlayStation 4. And a lot of times, it seems like the real musical conversation happens after the show. Right, right. And we catch so much raw-ass top 10 verses, top 10 beats, top 10 this, top 10 that, outside of the show that we decided to incorporate it. Top 10s ain't the first time for us, but I think maybe a top 10 verse situation may be a first. Right. Um. So we uh we want to talk about Eminem today because we talk about him at nauseum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have so many conversations about just different lyricists and different people. And he was he was always one of those people who uh, who influenced us a lot when we were younger. And yeah. Just lyrically, and, man, and, and incredible. Now I will I'm gonna preference it by saying this: I am my Eminem fandom starts with the Slim Shady LP and it ends with um, Eminem show. The Eminem show. Anything after that, like Encore, kind of hurt my feelings. It like, did. It as did. a matter of fact, in my mind, Encore really doesn't exist. You know, but like that song uh, "When I'm Gone" was pretty good. Well, he had a couple on there, but I know he was in his drug shit. And he was going through a lot of stuff, so I, I kind of give him a pass for that. And so, eh. "When I'm Gone" was on Encore album. Yeah, I think so. Right. I thought "When I'm Gone" was like on some bonus type shit. Was maybe it? was it? Maybe I, maybe it might have been. Eh, I don't know. Because I know Haley's song and when I'm gone seemed like it was on some different shit. It may anyway. have been. It may have might have been, been on tra- curtain. I'm trying to give him something for encore, man. I'm just trying to give him something for encore because uh, <laughs> I remember listening. To the, I listened to when I heard encore for the first time. I listened to it twice because like you felt like you missed something. Yeah, I'm like, no, this isn't really. Because <laughs> after the Eminem show. Like damn, that you know, of course. And let's just be honest, we took, we understood, and we we didn't understand it, but we took the drop down with the Eminem show. We was like, eh, okay, Eminem's different now. He's he's a little different. You know, the thing about that, the Eminem show, 
it took me some time to get used to the Eminem show because he had set up multi-syllabics and zaniness. And on the Eminem show, he was more realistic, more relatable. He didn't dump down his lyrics, but he dumped down his, he wasn't as much of a clown. And that was his conscious album. If you really listen to songs like White America and Soldier and all, yeah. there are a lot of songs where it's like when you you step back at it, that was his public enemy moment. That I, I can see that. But a lot of niggas who didn't fuck with Eminem tuned into Eminem on that album. Right. Yeah. Right, songs right. like Superman, which we're going to get in. That happens to be one of my honorable, honorable mentions on the top 10 list. But songs like Superman, songs like... um. Fucking the song he's dissing Jermaine Dupree. A lot of like the average hood nigga. I was born to brew up like, storms. Right. Yeah. Stir so, up um, shit. Yeah. Slur up first. spit. Kick up dust and let slur up spit. Deep throat a dick. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that don't, part from. I don't. I don't. I don't that that, was, that sounds that, like that, a little that, Uzi verse bar, but it doesn't sound like Eminem. Little Uzi vert bar. Yeah. Anyway, man, let's get into this top ten, man. I think every all of us got the same top 10 list. We spent a little time. We originally started off with 30 songs and we whittled them down to this top 10 list. We dealt with um I don't I don't necessarily agree with everything on it, but we all had a conversation. And uh a lot of these songs all there's really no no bad songs. It's impossible. It's top 10 Eminem verses, so all of them are great. We just kind of so happened to disagree with the order, but we, had we do to, agree that these are ten songs that you would any true Eminem fan would would find favor in them. Well, I think that the main thing for us, I personally, personally, me, I put all these songs up against Renegade, and I and because Renegade just made you feel a certain way, and I I put them all up against Renegade, and I'm the the Renegade was the measuring stick for all of these songs. This is true. And we're talking about verses. Verses. You know, we verses. We are doing So a lot of people maybe think, where is Stan? Where is this? It's like we're just we're talking about verses. We're talking about top ten Eminem verses. Exactly. And let's go ahead and break down this list. I'm gonna go from ten to one with ten being your least favorite, which least favorite is a relative term because all the shit was awesome. I, I don't know if I'm gonna say least favorite, but uh, maybe it's, it's a relative term. That's it's a relative term, but remember, we did have to put these in some kind of order. There they go, back in stadiums, the shady spitzes flow. Nuts they go, macadamia they go, so ballistic. Whoa, he can make them look like bozos. He's wondering if he should spit this slow. Fuck no, go for broke. His cup just wanna throw over. Oh no, he ain't had him a bust like this since the last time that he overdosed. They've been waiting patiently for Pinocchio to poke his nose. Back into the game, and they yeah, know yeah, forever. That's um, that's his comeback verse, and I give him it's it's number ten because it's one of his most memorable verses. But at the same time, it ain't my favorite verse. But it does hold a special place in my heart, not for lyrics, but for the comeback. So that's why it's number 10 for me. Yeah, that was his bounce back after Encore and a long break and rehab and all that kind of stuff. That was him coming back. And he was a little bit different, but he was still. Yeah, you got to think about who was on that song with him. He was on the song with Drake. He's on the song with Lil Wayne. He's on the song with uh, Kanye West. Yeah. So every at that time, those people had more relevant music at the time and he was more of like he was kind of the oddball he was kind of like the song the guy in the song that honestly kinda, he was kind of old school at that point yeah <laughs> it came out in 99 that song was what 2008 yeah yeah so he was 
he was kind of a a vet at that point. But he took over that song, and people really remember his verse from that song, and um, it, it was impactful for people. They were like, "Wait a minute, that's that's still Eminem, right? That's, exactly. that's, Eminem is back." Yeah, exactly. Little did so, we know we'd get relapse. So relapse <laughs> is good though. <laughs> it wasn't uh, great. Uh, but it was, I can listen to relapse. I gave. I could. I, I liked relapse better than encore. Way better than encore. Obviously, but I would I felt like, like he was, I would like Eminem farting into a tin can more than I would like encore. Well, yeah. okay, I'll, yeah. I'll make another sports comparison. It was kind of like Michael Jordan wearing the number forty-five jersey. He came back that are year. Are you talking about? Are you talking about? I'm talking about um, the Forever Verse. No, no, I'm talking about um, a relapse. Relapse. Relapse is well. Think about it. When Michael Jordan came back, he was out of shape. He was terribly out of shape, right? And you know, he took a long layoff. And then he came back and he got his ass beat in the Eastern Conference Finals by the uh, Orlando Magic. And he kind of went home and he was like, after after he made relapse, you know, I think Eminem kind of was at that point where he was out of shape. And he just tried his best to make another Slim Shady type LP. And it just it just didn't match up yet. So now he, he got back into shape, in my opinion, after that. And, you know, he started winning again. Okay, I, so I that's that's that. what I'll I mean. That's what I take. We record. I'm cancerous, so when I did, she wouldn't want to answer this if you responded back. But cannabis, I'm drinking you to death, and I'll choke you again and break your fucking legs till your bones poke through your skin. You beat for me, I'ma even a score equally. Take you on Jerry Springer and beat your ass legally. I get you blunted off a funny homegrown, 'cause when I smoke out, I hit the trees harder than Sonny Bono. So if I said I never did drugs, that would mean I lie and get fucked more than the president does. Hillary Clinton tried to slap me and call me a pervert. I ripped her fucking tonsils out and fed her servers. My nerves hurt, and lately I'm on edge. Grab vanilla ice and ripped out his blonde red. Every girl I ever went out with is gone less. Follow me and do exactly what the song says. Smoke weed, take pills, drop out of school, kill people and drink. And I know y'all niggas is finna argue with me about this shit. I got infinite. I got patiently, patiently waiting. You bullshitting. I got patiently. Hell no, that's a top five verse. Patiently waiting. Patiently waiting is a top five verse. Patiently waiting was solid, but I don't, I don't know if it's top five. I, and here's the reason why I got infinite. Here's the reason why I got infinite coming in at number eight. And I've been clever ever since My residence was hesitant to do some shit That represents the M.O. So I'm assuming all responsibility Cause there's a monster willing me That always wants to kill him She's Mike Nessler Slamming like a wrestler Here to make a mess of a lyric smuggling and wrestler No one is special My skill is intergalactical I get cynical, act a fool Then I send it fool back to school I never backed a tool or act a cool It wasn't practical I'd rather let a tactical tactful tactical You fancy, in fact I can't see I can't imagine a man who ain't a lover of beats of a fan of scratching. So this is for my family. The kid who had a cameo on my last hand. Plus the man who never had a plan B. Be all you can be. Cause once you make an instant hit, I'm tensed a bit and tempted when I see the sins my friends commit. I'm infinite. Number eight for you is bad. Yeah, and only it only it only comes in at number eight for me because it wasn't quite the Eminem that we got to know. Uh, what was that, 96? That wasn't the Eminem that we got to know three years later in 99. 
But how great was that? But it was an incredible. It, the infinite, we're talking about the, the third, the verse, third from verse from Infinite is incredible. It's just AZ. Where he sounded like AZ. It's just AZ. I can't take points away from him. No, I don't take points away. I just can't. I just can't put an. I just can't rank it any lower or any higher than number eight. You kind of doing. You kind of doing the Kobe Bryant thing. Somebody else has a similar style. Right. He's kind. He kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of like yeah, but but this other dude has that same fadeaway and. Right. Right. Exactly. You're great. Your fadeaway won championships. I'm making a lot of sports references for some yeah, reason. This is how we started. You're the, sport, I can, you're the sports guy. I can see it as number eight because as good as it is, it's not as memorable. I'm not going to hold it against him that he was learning how to rap, but I will. I can say that it's not as memorable. Right. Right. So right. I, it wasn't. I, I have no problem. It with was that quite. It, he had the lyrics. And but it wasn't in his own voice yet, so that's why he comes in at number eight. Seven. Five caps in the rage of today's youth and bodily. Cross the glass with my bare hands and swallow it, and spit it back in the faces of you racists and hypocrites who think the same shit but don't say shit. You Liberazzi's, Versace's, and you Nazis watch me 'cause you thinking you got me in this hot seat. You motherfuckers wanna judge me 'cause you're not me. You'll never stop me. I'm top speed. Fight music was a great song, man. I really enjoyed that. That that was that was from a D12 album that I think was underrated. A lot of people kind of rated that album a little bit lower than they should have. I feel like we punished D12 a little bit more than we needed to because no, actually the D12 the first D12 album was pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, but I'm everything saying after that, that was kind of shite. I'm saying that a lot shite. of folks kind of let's be, it must be really tough. And I think uh, Freeze and I talked about this. How tough is it to kind of you got Eminem in your group? So even when you give a good verse, it's like this guy's gonna just come in and he's just gonna blow you out of the water. Eminem when he was hot. Eminem in his prime. And fight music was one of those examples where everyone did a good job on that song, but then that last verse comes on and it's like, holy shit, like this dude destroyed. He absolutely destroyed the microphone. Slim Shady, brain dead like Jim Brady. I'm a M80, you little like that Kim lady. I'm buzzing, dirty dozen, naughty rotten rhymer. Person that you play is worse than Marty Schottenheimer. You whacking in the motherfucker, you bitch your style from. You ain't gonna sell two copies if you press a double album. Admit it, fuck it, while we coming out in the open. I'm doing acid crack, smack coke, and smoking dope then. My name is Marshall Mathers, I'm an alcoholic. I'm Marshall. I have a disease and they don't know what to call it. Better hide your wallet, cause I'm coming up quick to strip your cash. Bought a ticket to your concert. Now, we're going into the top five. This is like the, the shit. Right. And Hallowed Ground. And you got forgot about Dre's number five. Number five. It's a really yeah. iconic verse. Yeah. Alright, now this is where we's gonna get a little we're gonna have to debate this one out. I got patiently waiting at number four. Man, you really like patiently waiting. It's cool, but Man, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I just don't think it's. I just did, don't think did it's. Did you that. motherfuckers listen yeah. to that song? What, what? I'm gonna be real with you, man. Infinite is a song that that me and Joe used to just sit in a room and just listen to for like an hour and just talk about. Like, man, can you believe how he combined 
those words can you believe and patiently waiting for me is great they're all great anybody listening these are all great verses but i'm kind of judging it based off that and i just never did that with patiently wait patiently waiting is a great ass verse man it is it's a great ass they're all great verses and 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 he ripped it man he ripped it it's 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 a top five eminem verse for me didn't we already say forgot about drake outside the top five nah for Forgot about Drake came in at number five. We so, moved uh, at number six. We moved forever to number ten, and just don't give a. You fuck see how hard six. this is. We're we're literally struggling right so now. So by the end of it, we'll have a a, a cohesive top ten. Oh, right. good luck. Say the word. So, I think patiently waiting is right outside the top five. You're bullshitting. Yeah, man. Patiently waiting ain't ready than our number one, our number two. Straight through your Rizuzu. It's not ready than our number three. I got three songs right now that automatically puts that at number four. And Forgot About Dre is my is number four for me. So Patiently Waiting, I guess, is five. And I'm not giving my other So songs. you say Patiently Waiting is five? I could put Patiently Waiting is number four. Did, did we already come up with a number So, so you putting that, yeah, Forgot About Dre is number five? I put forgot about Dre over patiently waiting in. Yeah, I got forget. I got forgot about Dre at number five. Patiently waiting at number four. I put patiently waiting as number five.
Fuck lambs, I'm silence of them all. Giant set of balls. Murders, forensic science couldn't solve. Giant set of balls, too big to buy a set of drawers. Might as well unzip my fly and let them fall to the floor. Each thought's completely warped. I'm like a walking, talking Ouija board. Speaking in tongues, I've never spoken this speech before. Yeah, Experience lyrics too scary when you hear it. That you're scared to look in the mirrors when you're near it. And if so, this some kind of sick joke, man. I'm fucking it up. This some type of sick joke. Shit no, motherfucking schizo. It just goes to shit. So you just don't fizz up with it. some windows <laughs> dessert. Sipping on scissor. Lock your jaw. Lock your door. Here comes another. Like a lock work on. Shit like that, man. Yeah, that's an iconic Eminem that's verse. Not, that, yeah, that is Look at this sleeping on that. That's a number top five. In that's a, that is a definitely a top five verse. That's my number three. My number two. <laughs> Uh, my number two is the third verse from Lose Yourself. My number two is the third verse from Lose Yourself. Nick Wayne, uh, what you got? Uh, hey, you know what, man? Uh, I don't agree with everything on this list, but Lose Yourself was a, was an overall great song, and it really it was it was a good moment, man. It was a good moment lyrically. I feel like I come up with, with songs that are better lyrically. What? Um. I mean, I feel like there are there are quite a few of them, man. There are quite a there are quite a few. But whether any, it's infinite, whether it's yeah. But is any as iconic as that one? That we're talking about a song where the man won an Oscar. Well, yeah. See, well, I don't. Get, I don't care. I don't give a fuck about song, that. But I'm talking about the third verse. The third verse. You're talking about the third verse. The third yeah, verse. That's a different list. Right, that's a different yeah, list. Yeah. But the third verse is hard as hell. It the third is. verse is. is They're incredible. all hard, but um, it's the that one that's got slightly, the most impact to yeah. it. Yeah. That's the one where he was like, okay, I've given you cinema. I've given you the background of the story. I've given you personal. Now I'm just going to MC it out. He did, he did a really good job with that, man, um, really painting that picture of the character in that song. I guess that's the strongest point to all three verses, but um, he, he painted that picture for you. He created that person in song form. Now, if right. we're ready to move on, what we've got to do for clarification is give our 10 through. All right, let's, uh, let's, through two. let's go back. Here they go, back in stadiums and shady spits flow. I'm cancerous, so when I did, she wouldn't want to answer this. If you responded back with a battle rap, you wrote for cannabis. Man, I got evidence, I'm evidence, and I've been clever ever since. My residence was hesitant to do some shit that... Find a cat to the rage of today's youth and poly. Cross the glass from my bare hands and swallow it and spit it back. Slim Shady, brain dead like Jim Brady. I'm an M80. You little like that Kim lady. I'm buzzing. You've been patiently waiting to make it through all the hate and debate. Whether or not you've been even weathered a storm. So, what do you say to somebody you hate? What? Or anyone trying to bring trouble your way? One of his off things in the blood of your way? Yeah. Just study your tape of NWA. I'm the devil. 
If ever there was such a thing, the results of much too many drops. What you're seeing, I'm a mind fuck. Completely disgust. We gotta set it up first. We just can't say it. <laughs> we gotta talk about the album, the blueprint. We right. gotta talk about the time, 1990. Was it 2001? I think it was 2001. That was a blueprint. 2001. The blueprint album. You had Nas and Jay Z battling out who would be the top MC. And. This is when Eminem snuck in and drug and destroyed and made Jay-Z look bad on his own song. And if you want another side story, if you remember, that song, if I'm not mistaken, that album came out on September 11th, right? 2001. Right. And uh, I remember you called me. Um, you actually called me and I think you let me listen to the album. We were listening to the songs. And so we were listening to that song, uh, Breathe Easy, like all those Breathe different times. <laughs> like, uh, and and that was really, that album, the Blueprint album, was one of the more positive moments. The only, really only positive moment of that day for me because it was like, man, this day really sucks. This is like real life. And, he, and I was just a kid. Yeah. But that song, Eminem and Jay-Z, I don't know if I really waited for that that long, but it was like when it happened, I knew that it was it, it, it was like history. Perfect, it was amazing. It had perfect timing. Perfect timing. And the song that we're talking about, number <laughs> one, and I know this is unanimous throughout hip hop. At number one, Eminem's hardest verse to date, the second verse from Renegade. <laughs> I'm a poet to some, a regular modern day Shakespeare. Jesus Christ, the king of these latter day saints here. To shatter the picture in which of that is they paint me as a monger of hate. Satan, a scatterbrained atheist. But that ain't the case. See, it's a matter of taste. We as the people decide if shade is as bad as they say he is. Or is he the latter? A gateway to escape. Media scapegoat. They can be mad at the day. See, it's as easy as cake. Simple as whistling Dixie. While I'm waving the pistol at 60 Christians against me. Go to war with the Mormons. Take a bath with the Catholics in holy water. No wonder they try to hold me on the longer. I'm a motherfucking spiteful. Delightful. Eiffel. The new ice cube. Motherfucker. It had Royce to 5 9. Just to yeah. give a little background on it. Eminem, let's just be fair now. Eminem was a little bit more married to the song than Jay Z. That's why that's why Eminem came a little bit harder than Jay Z. Because Eminem had already Already wrote the song song years ago. Like three years ago. Which Royce had a raw verse on the original Renegade. Yeah. And then two thousand one, September eleventh, that's when I hear Renegades featuring Eminem on the Blueprint album. It's a Jay Z song that I guess he bought from whatever. Somehow he got he, he took the song and put his own shit on it. I always wanted Royce to be on it. That's not the point. The point is. Well, what verse, though? For me, you got Nas and Jay-Z battling the shit out to see who's the best MZ, MC. And Eminem comes in with one verse. With, well, with one song. Two verses. Second verse. Right. See, I'm a poet to some regular modern-day modern Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Jesus Christ, the king of these, these latter-day latter saints here. here. 
What how it go? Because uh, you know that part. It's, it's, what they is paint it? me. Oh, you shattered the picture of which that is. They paint me as a monger of hate, Satan, scattered atheist. Like that ain't uh, the case. See, it's a matter of taste. We he as is a people. people decide if shit is as bad as they say he is, but isn't the. Uh, Is he the ladder or gateway to escape? Media Media scapegoat. They could be mad mad at the day. See, it's as easy as cake. Simple as whistling Dixie Dixie while I'm waving the the pistol as 60 Christians against me. Go to war with the Mormons and take a bath with the Catholics. Catholics. Holy water, no wonder they tried to hold me under longer. When that nigga did that, that's the dopest verse on the whole song. Ain't no verse whack. Yeah, we're kind of screwing it up a little bit, but yeah. We're screwing it up. Completely. Completely. Better when we off the mic or some shit. Right. Like I said, that is the top Eminem verse. But that's number one on this top 10 Eminem verses but when I listened that was a teachable hip hop moment for young Joey Burnham in his hip hop uh, maturation because when I listened to how he rapped go to war with the more half of his words rhyme like war and Mormon doesn't rhyme right but war and more does yeah he's rhyming just pieces of words he's rhyming like uh, bath and Catholic doesn't rhyme, but bath and calf. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was rhyme. doing he was doing a syllable. The, he the, was like really dis- dis- dissecting words and rhyming every syllable. And when I realized he was doing that, I said, "I gotta change my style. I gotta rhyme." There's so many opportunities to rhyme that that's when I realized that you can actually write surface raps. Every rhyme doesn't have to be a perfect rhyme. Like there are words that rhyme perfectly and they're the whole word and they rhyme. And then it's, yeah, it's just, it's like he was able to create new rhymes. He was able to create new rhymes. and Exactly. But the point I'm making is that's when I find that found out that you can have different layers of raps and different rhyme schemes. You can have the surface level rhyme scheme. Then you can have the second rhyme scheme and the third rhyme scheme. So you can have really three different, Rhyme schemes and one rap. Right. All right. All right. And uh, what are the honorable honorable mentions? The honorable mentions, if no one else has them, the honorable mentions I had was Rap God was an honorable mention. The reason it didn't make the list for me because number one, it's not his best song lyrically, and it's a it didn't have any song. standalone verses. It didn't it's have the, any standalone it's verses. It's an incredible song, but no standalone verses. Um, stand. Same thing with Stan. It's an incredible song. You have to take that song as a complete body of work. Mm-hmm. But each yeah. verse adds to a bigger picture. Which yeah. if we were so, to make so a best we, song, so if you just list, take yeah, that would, it would make a best song. That that that's maybe top. That's definitely top five. Right. Shit, that's right. one of the best right. hip hop songs I've ever heard. Right. Um, the Thurston Howe verse was one of my personal favorites as an honorable mention. Um. Whose arm is this? I must have cut it off at the pharmacists and Darvacets. I'm the old man who lives upstairs and starves his pets and never leave the house because he thinks he's ca- his car is upstairs. That's an honorable mention for me. Yeah. No one is iller. That's the song with Bugs is in that. That's the original D12 before Bugs died. And that is an honorable mention. Nobody better test me because I don't want to get messy, especially when I step up in this bitch dip freshly. That's an awesome verse from a long time ago, pre-Eminem. Uh, Buster Rhyme. 
with, uh, I'm disappointed Missy in my dentist appointment. He only gave me the gas for 30 minutes this morning. Went to the hospital to get a chest x-ray. Checked out the next day in a dress with a sex change. I'm having a bad day. My fucking dad's gay. I hate fags and I'm fucking mad because I don't have AIDS. Yes, All sir. I want to do is die. I tried suicide six times, but I couldn't even do it right. Mm. Collapse, had a relapse and called three cabs and had to be dragged back to rehab with bloody kneecaps. Yeah. And rolled myself in a 12-step program. Tripped on the first step and got picked down in a choke, choke slam. <laughs> That's a that's, that's a, a hard ass, ass honorable. That's a that was the Tony right? Touch thing I'm talking right, about. Right, right, right. Yeah, that that's another touch. honorable mention. Ma- first peacemaker. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, another peacemaker. honorable mention is uh, any man Missy, is Busta many men. Oh, Missy and Busta Rhymes. Um, um, Busta um, Rhymes. Um, Pop pills. I keep my two pops filled. The pop same shit that got Tupac killed. And also any man that would jump in front of a mini van for a bottle of pain pills and some shit. And a mini van is fucking crazy. Yeah. That's a hard ass song. Yeah, we've heard I, all of I'm these songs. We love all, all of this say, shit. I come in at work and all I do is frolic and play. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a good one. And um, those are the honorable mentions. You guys may agree. Or My attitude is this. worse than NWA's was. Yeah. <laughs> Another one that I forgot, or two more, because um, we're pressed for time. Two more is a scary movie verse. Yeah, yeah. Um, damn it! I like pain. You should be shit on you. The mic and then when he, we we died like that. That killed. Don't us, forget man. shit on shit you. Shit on you. And Overreaction is my only reaction. That's a good one. Those may all of the great one liners are in the shit that we're talking about right, right now. Yeah. Exactly. Because a lot of people are like, man, what about when he said? I'm like, we're running through that right now. We yeah. know about all of that, but yeah, complete yeah. verses. We went through the complete verses with the first like the the top ten, but this is more of like man, the the. Forever lines. Yeah, these right. are. Yeah. But on that note, man, it's time for us to break up out of this thing. This has been another grown man top ten. And we will have more top ten verses, beats, songs. We got them coming for you, people. Hip hop movies, wild style. We'll do top tens, all that good shit. All that shit. Uh, like I said, it's time to break up out of here. And like we always like to say, grown folks. Yeah. Don't go out there and do no dumb shit. Oh. Because grown ass men. Yes, sir. Do grown man shit. (laughs) And we out. Peace. The Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by Fourth Coast Media, produced by Lawrence Tremell, and recorded at Fourth Coast Studios. This is a Fourth Coast Media production. Fourth Coast?